your pre-recorded from cold brew studios i am greg and back with me is sorcerer chromatic and we're here to talk about beer yes we are how you doing man well i've been in hiding ever since you have uh, <laughs> the arizona beer community green light us you know <laughs> it was one person in the shadows <laughs> it was one person and uh and you know what you do with uh, people like that, right? Allegedly. Well, yeah, allegedly. You know what you do with, what you do with people like that? You like and retweet. Another cop? <laughs> now, I mean, I had some people advise me, ah, just a troll, just ignore it, or, you know, just block. And I'm like, no, why block? <laughs> just like and, and share what they, they have to say. And it'll confuse them. And it did. It confused that person. <laughs> it was great. I wanted to do a little bit more, but I'm like, eh, that'd be kind of mean. But anyway, um, so yeah, well, I kind of want to hear about your uh, your trip to Vegas, and but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Plus, I got some stuff I want to bring up with you. That, that seems so long ago now. I, I think know. about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Huh? <clears throat> All right. Well, let's get yeah. to the beer, shall we? Sure. So today I have in front of me from our good friends in Paso Robles, California. That's right. I have from Firestone Walker Brewing Company. Hopnosis IPA. Now I don't know about you, but I've seen some of the um, some beer people that we follow on Instagram. They're getting their their free cases of Hopnosis, kind of like uh, you know, we see that you have a lot of followers, so we want to give you this beer so you can you know unbox and show it. And they have nice little box gift box. I kept looking in the mirror in the mail waiting for mine, but never got one. <laughs> so I had to go and buy it on my own. Um, it is a 6.7% alcohol by volume. It's made with uh, cryo hops. And I thought it was going to be on the can. There's a write-up on the box. So um, before I get into all that, I'll, I'll look it up while you talk about your beer. And then uh, I'll give the little spiel um, in my first uh, review. So, uh, Papa, what do you got? Well, yeah. In case uh, you listeners forgot, I am still looking for my summer fling. <laughs> Very nice. You only got a few and months, I have, a few weeks left. I know. And I have from uh, Oregon, uh, from Little Beast Brewing, the classic lager. Ooh, Little Beast Brewing, huh? Yeah, it's crisp, clean, and fresh. Simple ingredients, masterfully, masterfully balanced. And it's uh, from their classic series. Um, what do I want to say? Uh, look at the ABV. Damn. You know, the label is like cream and yellow. And then like the print on the yellow is the cream color. So it's really hard in this inside oh, yeah. light. Yep. I think it's a 
4.8%. It's a pint. It's a can. Pop off. Here we go. Hmm. So this is an American IPA. Um, according to Untapped, that's the classification. An APA? Yes, it's an APA. An Acolyte Protection Agency. Uh, get hypnotized by flavor with hopnosis. Our new innovative IPA brewed with coveted cryo hops pellets. Hopnosis is double dry hopped with varieties from the U.S. and New Zealand, creating an explosion of tropical fruit flavors including mango. Ooh, you know I like that. Passion fruit, white grape, and lychee. There's that lychee again. <laughs> I need to get get a lychee so I can see what the fruit is all about. And that is all they have on the Ununtapped. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've already poured it. You know, there is a slight haze to it. It's not, I would say it's like 95% clear, but there is a slight haze to it. And it's not the condensation on the glass here. <laughs> hold on to me. No, it's not. Well, here's a good comparison. <laughs> is it is it uh, hazier than a half? No, it's not. It's like a half a half. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm get... with you, which is good. <laughs> uh, it's got a, it's got a lot of uh, head to it, and it, it maintains the uh, the foam on top. It's um, quite perplexing for an IPA. I didn't expect it to keep the foam like this. Um, it does have some mango notes and some passion fruit notes. Very tropical. I don't know about the white grape, but What's the difference between a white grape and a green grape? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so those could be uh, synonymous. And lychee, you know me and lychee. I don't know exactly what that flavor is, but I'll take their word for it. It's pretty good. I was hoping for a little bit more dankness. This is a little bit more of the of juiciness to it. So, I have, <clears throat> what better category to put it under than American IPA? <laughs> All right, uh, how's your beer? How's your lager? Very lagery. Uh, yeah, yeah this, this thing is uh, crisp and clean uh, with some still some good uh, maltiness to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a little bit malty up front and then just a, a clean, crisp finish. I like it. You know, you're looking for your summer fling. Is this something that you'll be able to get all the time? I think that's the uh, one of the prerequisites for a summer fling, right? Not just the thing. <laughs> well, I mean, well, will you be able thing. to get well, throughout the summer? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I see little beasts down here a lot. They, I, okay. I think they're no more. They're more known for their sours, mm. or at least I see a lot. I see them. Uh, but I see them. Uh, what do I say? See them have a good presence in the sour section. Gotcha. All right. So this is a foray into lager. Maybe they they were doing lagers before sours. You know how? You know what, though? Um, yeah. I was looking online. And uh, well, they have like classic series and like yeah, like the can art for this uh-huh. one is like really uh, it, it's it's very standardized for their classic series. So they have like lager, they have uh, mm-hmm. Ellis lager, they have mm-hmm. you know like like those where where their uh, their other styles and especially their uh, their sours are very uh, very uh, what's it called artistic graphics and stuff like that. Oh so, okay, so they're the same but different. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we will rate these beers later during our untapped segment of the show. So be sure to follow us on untapped search cold brew podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. But right now it's time 
for the beer news. Now, the first news story I wanted to bring up is a little bit of a downer. Actually, most of these (laughs) stories are downers this week. Uh, This is one I found on CNN Business. The headline reads, it's going to be a make or break year for struggling craft brewers. Um, Early data for 2022 shows that brewery closures are on the rise and some sales have been spotty, said Bart Watson, senior economist for the Brewers Association, craft beer's largest trade organization. The pandemic and its ongoing effects, as well as the war in Ukraine, continue to drag down smaller brewers who are battling climbing costs, rising rents, and seemingly interminable supply chain challenges. 2022 is going to be a make-or-break year for many breweries, breweries, he said. Earlier this month, while delivering the results of the Association State of the Industry report, During the first three months of 2022, at least 53 craft breweries shut their doors, up from 42 closures in the first quarter of last year. That still leaves some 9,100 breweries in operation. Uh, You know, with 9,100 breweries in operation, it seems like, uh, what, 53 craft breweries is is less than 1%. Uh, Doing the math still, hold on. (laughs) Uh, Carry the one. (laughs) <laughs> uh, after being hit hard in 2020 the u.s craft yeah, beer it checks out. It checks out. It's okay big. good yeah, <laughs> thank you did you have to uh take off your socks for that one or possibly <laughs> uh craft beer industry started bouncing back last year but this year the outlook and we've been talking about this rising costs as as far as like uh Aluminum uh, has gone up. Uh, shit, we were talking about that like two, three years ago. And then last year, the barley shortage. And um, yeah, so there's a there's a lot of factors. And uh, the next one, the next story I'm going to get to, in fact, is one of those breweries. Modern times. They're saddled with debt likely to be sold due to litigation. So Modern Times Brewery um, out of San Diego, California. Or, you know, in the, in the vicinity anyway. We talked about it a couple months ago, how they had to close a lot of their tap rooms around the uh, around the state, as far as I know. I don't know if they opened up, uh, like, around the nation. Um, but I know, like, the one up in Oakland, right? Then that one's close. you never even been up there, huh? Right. Yeah. And the, uh, so, yeah, so now it seems like they, maybe they overextended. Now they have a lot of debt um, that they can't pay off in time, so they're going to probably have to be sold. This reminds me of uh, our friends up in Speakeasy in San Francisco, California, how they went into uh, debt because they grew a little bit too fast, and then they couldn't meet their their liability, their their obligations, their debt payoffs, and they had to be sold to a uh, uh, like an entrepreneurial ship. I forgot exactly what it was called, capitalization firm. Um, so modern times um, looking like they've been hitting some hard times lately. Uh, the the employee-owned brewery has been transparent about its troubles, posting updates on its blog about the lawsuit earlier this month, along with news of February closures of locations in L.A., Santa Barbara, Oakland, and Portland. Okay, so they're mostly in state, except for the Portland one. 
Bischel's call okay. decision surreal and painful, but necessary as a company was. Excuse me. Quote, in immediate and unavoidable peril. Like, I don't want to say I told you so or like age like milk, but I remember back when I was still, I was still living in California and we were going to beer festivals. It was the one I went with uh, my, my boy uh, from, from work, Tex. We went to a beer festival at the Armory in San Francisco. And yeah. I remember Modern Times had just released like a press release and it was like almost like they they it was almost like they were declaring that they were going to be sold to like AB InBev or Heineken or something like that but it was like more like a like a satire of people of other breweries that have been selling out in uh, those uh, those times around then was it 2014 2015 and i was like ah that's kind of funny it was like you know thumbing their nose at the other breweries selling out um like 10 barrel and i think four peaks and um devil's backbone there's a bunch of them back then and uh i thought that was kind of funny but now <laughs> now it seems like they're gonna have to, they're gonna need someone to buy them out i don't know if it's gonna be ab InBev or heineken or some type of uh conglomerate like um what kings and convicts they bought out ballast point they probably can't afford um they probably can't afford modern times but it was a constellation bought out um ballast point at first so um yeah, yeah it's too bad modern times uh to be honest i don't i can't remember the last time i had a modern times i know they have a really heavy presence here in arizona i know the craft beer bar in phoenix called wandering tortoise one of the first actually the first craft beer bar i went to when i moved out here they always had like a modern times tap takeover at least once a year and yeah. so yeah and so that's uh that's too bad that's the first time i ever had a grisette <laughs> was a uh modern times grisette at uh wandering tortoise anyway that sucks about uh modern times because they're one of the uh the major players in california in the california beer scene wouldn't you say Oh, definitely. It's still pretty big up here. Yeah, they haven't stopped production just yet, but uh, they're probably gonna um, something's gonna change soon. <laughs> I would think. That's too bad for them. And one other thing I wanted to get to, I'm gonna have to look this up because I forgot to um, save it like I usually do on my news stories. Um, I got this one. I was notified this one by uh, Pilsnerish. I don't know if you uh, remember the untapped WTF Instagrammer. He changed his name to Pilsnerish because he got a cease and desist. He got a C and D, as they say in the biz. He got a C and D from Untapped, <laughs> so he changed his name to Pilsnerish, and he still posts the same. He still makes fun of people's um, check-ins on Untapped, but um, he posted a story that I think was on Brewbound about uh, Brewdog USA. Remember a few months ago when, when we talked about the there was like a an incident or two at their Indianapolis tap room and restaurant? Vaguely. Yeah, there was a like, you know, um managers like berating servers. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. Employee uh, treatment. Yeah. Issue, yeah. Yeah. So uh they they are closing their Indianapolis tap room and um Let's see here. Today, we made the tough decision to permanently close our Indianapolis bar. The company said in a statement, we are doing everything we can to ensure a smooth and fair transition for our indie based team members, including offering all team members 
uh, full-time. No, oh, it cuts it off right there. Oh, uh, full-time jobs at other our other locations. A stipend for relocating and helping facilitate future career moves. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> some server, maybe going to a university nearby, is gonna up and move to like Ohio. Yeah, get real. Um, the closure of our Indianapolis bar was a result of a combination of factors, and they didn't say what the factors were, or they they not in this um, statement anyway. And we exhausted all of our options prior to making the tough decision to permanently close. And then people, of course, uh, started you know with their comments. Um, let's see. Didn't help that last week someone posted a video of what I'm assuming was a head chef cursing at a berate and berating the waitresses in front of the entire restaurant. Then when they had to tell them customers were complaining, he doubled down and got worse. Probably didn't help that their latest health inspection didn't go so well either. <laughs> I thought it was a brand new bar. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe they just took over and, and the bar was already run down anyway. They renovated it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, someone said, good riddance to homophobic misogynists. Their treatment of staff during pandemic was unconscionable. And given, oh, this is, this is the one that, that kind of irked me. Uh, given that they were requiring patrons to provide their personal information and contact info for contact tracing before they would put them on the list to be seated. I think this recent news is very fitting. Wow. They were doing that. So I wonder what kind of info, I mean, Maybe a phone number. I mean, a lot of restaurants now they text you when they're ready. They don't. They don't give out pagers anymore. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I, I don't know if that's the personal information that they, <laughs> that they're uh, that they're referring to. I don't know. I don't know what this person Stephanie M uh, commented this on April fifteenth, twenty twenty two. They were out of their lane on that one. Maybe they should have stayed in their lane and focused on what they went to into business to do: provide food and beverage. So yeah, so the Indianapolis uh, BrewDog is now permanently closed, according to if you do a Google search on them. And they had a 4.5 uh, star rating at the time, 300 uh, um, check-ins on that one. So Anyway, so you know, I'm going, oh shit, I just realized I'm going to Vegas in a couple of weeks. And they just opened that BrewDog in Vegas. I'm going to have to go now, right? Uh, I guess. Try to get a job. <laughs> I don't want to be yelled at by the head waiter. <laughs> I mean, what if you're the one yelling? The head waiter, the head chef. <laughs> I'm gonna get a job, get hired, yell at everybody, and leave. Yeah. Place dead anyway. Uh, I kind of have to go. I totally forgot about that till now. Like up till now, trying to think of where the place I wanted to go. I kind of wanted to hit. I'm I'm staying at South Point, which is like. Pretty much way south of the Strip, southeast of the Strip. It's not even close. In fact, at least they offer free shuttles to the Strip. Um, but Why did you stay on the Strip? Uh, because the company's putting us up. Yeah. And so... Hey. <laughs> so that's And that's where the, the conference is. That's where the uh, the contest is. So I, I got to stay there. It's free. They're finding me out for free. Give me a free room. <laughs> um... I, I did want to hit up uh, Abel Baker Brewing, and then since I'm staying so far south, maybe uh, Beer Zombies Tap Room, because that's uh, south, but that's southwest. Um, so 
I do want to hit up those two, but maybe I might have to change one of those to Brewdog. Is it South by Southway? <laughs> it kind of is, depending on where you where you're where you're at in the uh, in the whole grand scheme of things. Oh. But yeah, I'm excited about that. So uh, um, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll talk just a little bit more about that later during our drunken shenanigans. All right. So do you know what time it is? Yeah. Oh, did you have something else to add? That reminds me. I got. I, I got a. Well, are you gonna go to the strip then, or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I it's oh. for work, and and so I'll have to spend eight hours in the hotel, you know, doing work stuff. But I will uh, <laughs> head out to the strip at least two nights out of the out of the week. Okay. I wasn't able to get to uh, the hotel I need to do to catch my my I winning ticket. So I'll mail it to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll will do. All right, so do you know what time it is now? I believe I do. It's time for everyone's favorite segment of the show because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. As we As proceed, we proceed yeah. oh. to give you what to you need. Let me ask you this. Hmm. You ever notice how beer uh, commercials are that different these days? Yeah, everything's organic and alcohol-free now. <laughs> well, besides that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of miss the old days, the old, uh, Budweiser days and the Clydesdales and the, um, but, uh, the, what the, God, I can't even think of Miller Lights, uh, less filling. Great taste, less filling. Okay. Tastes great, less filling, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I miss those oh, okay. days. Well, you know, uh, there's a huge push, uh. Well, okay, back in the day, uh, beer companies, they used to advertise with little mascots. Oh, yeah. And there was a huge yeah. push about, about uh, you know, kids being uh, targeted by mascots. Kind of like uh, Joe Camel. Oh, really? Was it? What's the, the complaint about Joe Camel? Does he look like a penis? Well, yeah, his, well, his face looked like it resembled a penis, but I think the whole thing yeah. was, because it was always drawn. It was always a cartoon. Right. So, kids would just sit around and draw a dick, but... <laughs> yeah how, why funny how all the houses are colonial and all the penises are circumcised oh, <laughs> is that that's um office right yeah robert california yeah correct. <laughs> <clears throat> um so sorry i'm clear with that no it's fine um uh here we go. I have a, a list of uh, seven beloved beer mascots you'll never see again. Oh, wow. I was looking over this list. I remember some of them, but not all of them. Okay. Let's hear them. First, uh, Bud Light's infamous Spuds McKenzie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But is it, now I can see why kids would be drawn to that because it's a, it's a cute dog. Yeah, it's a real dog. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, it, it's a, the, the type of dog is ugly, but it was cool because it had that spot over it. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the bull, bull terrier. They are ugly, kind of ugly dogs. Right. They're they're not. They're less on the cuteness scale. Right, but talk about it, the perfect birthmark, right? Right over the eye. Oh yeah, yeah, that was perfect. Are, are they all like that? Is it like genetically like their, their eye area is gonna get a spot? A spot. You know, you can kind of say Target kind of copied that, even though they don't use a bull terrier, right? Uh, that's true. All right. Uh, next. Or do you have anything, any write up on that, or just you're just naming the names? I'll just say for the names. Okay. Uh, Stroh's Alex the dog. 
I don't remember Stroh's Alex the dog. Well, I don't even remember Stroh's that much, <laughs> other than in vintage. Oh yeah, that's true. They always seem to can pop up. Yeah, in vintage, uh, you know, uh, TV shows and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you called? Uh, so yeah, little mascot, another dog. It looked like a, it's like a golden retriever. Oh, I can get behind that. Yeah, and uh, in this picture, he's driving the car too. So we'll send the message. <laughs> Drinking and driving. <laughs> Yes, a dog with a DUI. All right, moving over uh, or moving along is, oh, this is an actual person, Keystone's Keith Stone. <laughs> I vaguely remember that, vaguely. Okay, I don't even remember that. But uh, it's a more recent mascot, but mm-hmm. it's just a, a human guy. He's a hipster redneck. A hipster redneck, huh? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like uh, there's a, like a little te- like a little slogan that he's there. Um, he's got a hat on, a baseball hat, and a mullet. And it says, "Your mom called. She said you left your game at home." <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Next, the Bud Ice Penguins. I remember the Bud Ice Penguins. I remember Bud Ice. I've never tried that. I don't think so. I don't think I, I ever have, but I remember the the little penguins though. Yeah, they look the they look kind of menacing. Yeah. Here's one, and I'll go with the mascot's name. Okay. And I wonder if you know what it is, Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. No, I have no idea. Sasha is actually the name of the Ham's beer bear. Oh, really? Yeah. And I remember the cartoon, the commercials too. Like it was just a straight up, you know, the the land of the clear blue, blue water song and all that stuff. Yeah, I remember those. I could see yeah. that being appealing to kids because it's a cartoon. Right. And it looks, yeah, it looks like, uh, uh, you know, like it kind of reminds me of like Tony the Tiger, the type of art. Yeah, yeah. It was very, uh, it's cute from what I remember. Yeah. It's black and white bear, right? right? Not a panda, but just black yeah. and white. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Sasha was named after the wife of the first founder that made him. <laughs> she was a bearable woman. Oh, geez. All right. Uh, here's one. I didn't know it was, it's kind of like, uh, I guess the, the, what's the, the inspiration for Duffman. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, uh, Paps Cool Blue. Oh, I don't remember that. It, yeah, he looks like a he looks like a uh, an old timey uh, uh, bartender. Oh, okay. You know, but, he's got he's got like the long sleeves with the garters on them. Yeah, with the apron maybe. Yeah, yeah, and, and the long yeah the long front apron. Mm. And then finally, I don't remember this one, but the Coors Beer Wolf. Oh, I didn't they have like a, a wolf beer or something like that? Or well, I, I remember know. Red Wolf, right? Yeah, was that a Coors product? Oh, I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Remember, there was like Red Wolf and Red Dog. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Those came out at the same time. And I think one was no, this, one was Coors and one was AB InBev, but I, I can't tell you which was which. Uh, that aside, this this is a definitely a cartoonish uh, uh, looking wolf that that mm-hmm. does look more more real than average, um, and you know. 
he's got the he's got like a Coors Light ball hat on. In this in this picture of it, I, I really don't remember this uh, this mascot. I'm not saying I have to know everything. I just don't because they said it was used up until the '90s. Oh, okay. Maybe that's before we paid attention. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that either, but but that concludes this week clearly. Oh, okay. I'm surprised they didn't put the Clydesdales on there. I guess they weren't. They were just like a team of horses. There wasn't like a personality like the rest of them were, like the ones that you listed. That is true. Like Clydesdale, you know. At the, at the same time, you think about it. Um, the the Budweiser logo has an eagle on it, right? It looks real. Yeah. You're not gonna get rid of the eagle all of a sudden, right? Yeah, I wouldn't. All right. It's American, damn it. <laughs> Bald eagles finding turbines. What I hear? Oh yeah, <laughs> or windmills or whatever. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, so how's your beer treating you, man? Good, almost gone. Yeah, it's really an easy drinker, right? Yeah, real easy to drink, man. All right, so we are going to rate our beers right now on Untapped. So you had was Little Beasts? Is that what it's called? Little Beast Brewing, yeah. Little Beast Brewing. There you are out of Portland, Oregon. Oops. And you had their what was it called? Classic Lager. Just classic. Just Just Lager. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah, yeah, I see it. There we go. And oh, two of our friends have rated it already. What would you like to rate this beer at? I'm going to give it a 375. 375. Right now has an overall rating of 3.82. And two of our friends have rated it for an average of 3.88. Uh, Kyra Lynn, she gave it a 375. And Eric Stump gave it a 4.0. So you are right there with them. 375. What notes would you like to leave for this one? Oh, just like it says, you know, uh, it's... What is it? It's crisp, clean, and fresh. Chris, clean, fresh, and what? And Uh, gone? Yeah, and gone. (laughs) Gone. (laughs) I like it. Save and check in. All right, so close our stinking badges. And I have Hopnosis. I already saw this one. Um, I know a couple of our friends have rated it already. Um, It's good. It's not great. Uh, I'm going to give this a 3.5. It's not my thing. It's not bad. Um, I like their Mind Haze way better than this beer. Um, so, two of our friends have rated it for an average of 3.65. as an overall rating of 3.80. Our two friends, uh, Jose Alatriste, he gave it a 3.8. And I hope I meet that guy sometime. I want to know how he gets a 3.8 and 3.7s and all that stuff. And Jake Johnson rated it. I hear he knows it. <laughs> he must, yeah. He must know someone at Untapped. Maybe he works for the Untapped board. Um, he hacked it. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Johnson gave it. Yeah, three point <laughs> five. And Aztec seventy seven checked in, but did not rate it. Um, he's probably hanging out with his cousin, who doesn't rate shit. Uh, let's see here. Check in. I wonder, three- I wonder if he got it in the mix. <laughs> He's holding out on us, man. Uh, let's see. It is 
um, juicy and fruity and um, sweet. Save and check in. All right, so a um, couple of things I wanted to get to is, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to Vegas um, on May 8th and I'm going for work. This is the fourth year in a row that I qualified for the top wrench competition. That's what they call the um, competition for the technicians or mechanics at my work. And I qualified to get to go. This is the fourth year in a row that I qualified. The second year, I actually get to go to Vegas. First year I went, second year, they canceled it because the pandemic started. And last year it was virtual only. Um, that was kind of a bummer. All they did was give us webinars all day. It was fucking boring, dude. <laughs> I was like falling asleep. So this year I get to go back to Vegas. Looking forward to it. Um, I, you know, it's really cool that they fly us out there and they give us a room and we get to be in Vegas and we do have to work for eight hours, you know, so I have to keep it straight. And uh, once that's done, they let, we can go anywhere we want to. It's not like we're shit. We don't need chaperones or nothing. You know, we're adults. As long as we get uh, to the uh, to where we have to be in the morning. We can do whatever we, I can do what I want. So I did, I was looking up uh, places that I want to go to and maybe I, I, I will have to uh, check out brew dog. Um, I have to look up, see if they have, um, re- if I have to make reservations. So I do want to make it out to Abel Baker. Cause everyone tells me I got to check that place out. They, they brew really good beers. That's what I hear. And there's a couple tap rooms that I know of the beer zombies and cerveza. And I kind of want to hit those up, but at the same time, I I don't want to be spending all this Uber money going all over the place. So I think I'm limiting limiting myself just to two places. And I looked up some places around the uh, um, where we're staying. If the, that hotel doesn't have craft beer, I'm hoping they do. I'm hoping they they realize it's trendy and they have some kind of bar with um, with craft beer. Because remember that one time we went for your bachelor party and MGM had a they had a, a really great. Um, bar with the craft beer list oh yeah that that one where the where the lions used to live yeah 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 it's like right across from the sports book right yeah Yeah. so yeah i'm hoping they have something like that there so i I don't have to um go too far out of the casino so we'll see but when you that'd be ideal yeah exactly so when you went um where'd you stay at we stayed at the Bellagio. You heard of it? <laughs> Have I heard of it? I was there when they were building the place. Yeah, me too. I remember that. Yeah, they, they had that big old cutout for the... Um, I never stayed there. Yeah. What, what's it like staying there? Um, oh, It's nice. I mean, yeah. uh, the room was nice. We had a good view. I never posted a picture of my view. I'll, I'll have to send you one. Okay. I uh, had a good view of the pool area. Uh, and, look, and looking over the, we looked over the backside of the strip. However, it wasn't like the top of the parking garage or the all the AC units or nothing like that. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it it was a it was a nice view. In fact, I'll send you a picture while you. Okay. So yeah, the hotel was nice. You know, uh, you know, decent sized room, king bed, uh, nice bathroom. Um, I think we had a uh, what you called an ADA room. What's that? American Disabilities Act. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, you know, everything was, uh, was, uh, you know, like, no steps or, you know, no, 
it, just easy to use, basically. Okay. Like walk-in shower, you know, uh, where with no curtain or no door. It was just mm. like so, uh, like like a huge glass wall that you know at the very end the the, the water could get to it anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. What you, yeah, I know what you mean. So, uh, what you call? And then, uh, yeah, you, you need like keys everywhere. You need keys to access even the elevators, and then the key that to hit your floor, and your key would only let you go to your floor as well. So that was kind oh, of wow. Yeah, uh, up in security that well. Mm -hmm. Keeping the hose out of the hotel. <laughs> Keeping the the professionals out of. Yeah, although although it's weird because uh, like in uh, the way my, my wife did, my wife arranges everything. I don't know mm -hmm. if uh, if I explained that to uh, to our listeners or not, but the way she did it and with the MGM app, she literally was not ID'd at all. Like she could make a whole trip, give me her login, and I could access everything without even telling them i am here you know what i mean wow like because there's like a, a cell like first of all you could use your phone for the room key oh okay yeah like, you know like a chip reader yeah you know, yeah like, if you a smartphone yeah because they have that thing <laughs> just like the tap to pay type technology right exactly mm -hmm. exactly and then um even with your phone you could go to a self-service uh, station and get keys made wow yeah yeah so like yeah so like i was thinking about it, like wow she could like you could make a whole trip for me and just give me your audience. And she's like, <laughs> basically, yeah. You know, that's I love that type of autonomy. I know people still like the, the you know the social experience, the human contact, but not me, man. Give me. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to get in, get out, have fun. <laughs> you know, the less contact I have, right. the better. But that's just my own. Exactly. That's my own bugaboo, well, though. I mean, what the, the best thing about it is no lines. You know what I mean? What lines for what? Oh, you need, like the registration like lines. The registration. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, okay. I'm gonna send you this picture too. It, it's kind of weird too because the reflection in the in the in the window is like half of the room as well. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's a so nighttime pic. Yeah. It looks. Yeah. It looks like a, it's it's out on the balcony, but it's really just the couch facing the other way. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a bad view. That's pretty good. A nice, nice yeah. pool. Wow, that's a really yeah, nice pool. Yeah, overlooking the pool. Yeah, yeah. There's like three pools down there, but overlooking. Uh, and then it's out of focus, but that's just the sign that says Bellagio. Like that's like the backside thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I see it. No, yeah. but I did. I I didn't know it was three pools. I thought it was just one continuous like U-shaped pool. Yeah. <laughs> they must do that in case they have a baby Ruth incident. They can only they only have to shut down one. Possibly. <laughs> uh, what was the occasion? Just cause? Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, listeners remember. Uh, my wife and I went out there last year. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, a break to get away because we had a we had a flight credit we had to use. And um, oh, that's right, yeah. And we just kind of talked like, let's make an annual trip. Now, it's not the same exact weekend we went because last week last year it was a Kentucky Derby weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and the way it worked out, like that weekend would have been the the draft weekend and the draft in Vegas this this year. So oh yeah, crazy. Uh, every yeah, everything was was uh, you know was was jacked up as far as price goes. So mm -hmm. for, at least for flights and rooms. So um, and then like Easter week, and then uh, my wife is uh, actually going out of town now too next week. So it just worked out that we went that weekend, and uh, yeah, I mean. And all we did was chill. We just, uh, 
we just went down to the pool. We we rented a, a day bed and, and just hung oh, out nice. by the pool. Yeah, I mean, we went to a few uh, nice restaurants and you know just just enjoyed the the time there. A couple of cool bars and yeah, I mean it was it was a relaxing trip. Seventeen dollar uh, Bud Lights. They weren't that expensive. No, oh, okay. <laughs> they were they weren't stadium prices. Yeah. Hey, uh, um. Next year, you guys got to schedule it during uh, my Top Reg competition so we can hang out. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm already like penciling or penny or penciling and I'm making it. <laughs> oh, that's a hey, great trip, man. Sounds like you guys had a lot of fun. Word. Um, it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't do too many uh, crazy craft beers because. Uh, what's it called? Well, options were limited, at least where we were staying. Mm-hmm. So, Tanaya Creek yeah, out there? Fact, what? Did you see any Tanaya Creek oh. on the menu? I didn't. Okay. I did not. Uh, a couple of things <laughs> I kind of wanted to tell you that um, uh, before I getting before I go to Vegas, I'm going to, to Disneyland because my daughter's uh, school choir is, is singing there. And so we get to go to California Adventure, it's, but it's one day, one day only. And uh, and it's May 7th. And then we drive back and then I got to go straight to Vegas. Like, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be so tired. So I try to get a late flight. They booked me in the afternoon. So I emailed the uh, uh, our FedEx uh, person who takes care of all the travel arrangements. But there's a company that she just emails and they set it up. They're the ones who um, contact the hotel and the airline. So I said, Hey, um, do I, and I, all I said in the email was, do I, I, I need a late evening flight. Should I contact uh, the travel agency or should I go through you? And then she emails me back. Okay. It's all taken care of. So I looked at the flight. <laughs> um, I wanted the Phoenix to Las Vegas flight like late as possible so i had time to drive back home from california um but they <laughs> she changed the las vegas to phoenix uh flight to like an evening flight on the friday i fly back and i'm like <laughs> i shake my head i didn't ask her to change anything I'll, i just want to know who i contact right <laughs> and all i could think of was that scene in tommy boy when they're trying to get a flight to chicago and the the ticket agents like I can book you on a flight back from Chicago. Does that help? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I emailed her. I straightened it out. I go, look, I, I see there's a flight at 7.55 on Sunday. Can I have that flight, please? And she apologized and she changed it. So I got that going uh-huh. for me. But um, Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, she missed your flight. <laughs> yeah. So I find, and speaking of my daughter, I found a new game she loves. So for Easter... I bought one of those Firestone Walker uh, Mind Haze uh, variety packs. Yeah. And it's got like a tiki one. It's got like mango and coconut, a citrus one with tangerine. And I forgot what the other one was. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I say I got one. I, I, I just got one of the beers. I got the, I got the citrus. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I think I like that one the best. Um, But she likes pouring my beers for me. So now she likes going... And getting the beer, and I have to guess which one out of the th- <laughs> which one of the three that she poured for me. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, she she loves that game. So next time I go over there, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a different variety pack. <laughs> Anything for the kids. And one more thing, I want I, I'm talking about my daughter nonstop here, but <laughs> you're gonna like this. I don't know why, dude. I have no idea why, but I taught her what uh, <laughs> I taught her what puro pedo means. Oh, <laughs> for those of you out there who don't speak Spanish, puro pedo literally means pure fart. But yeah. when you use it figuratively, it just you're, you're saying like bullshit. Like that's that's puro pedo. Yeah. I mean, that, that's bullshit. You're like, you're bullshitting me. You're full of hot air. <laughs> you're full of fart. Yeah. <laughs> so I taught her puro pedo. <laughs> I'm laughing inside. Does she, use it? Does she use it in context? Uh, she hasn't used it yet. <laughs> she's uh, she's afraid to use it in front of uh, anyone except for me, and she hasn't had a need to use it in front of me yet. Oh, okay. Um, I, I went to pick up my daughter today from school, and there was a little boy, I guess, in the in the timeout chair. Yeah, and he was just screaming at the top of his lungs. Holy shoot! <laughs> Holy shoot! <laughs> well, at least he said shoot. All right. Oh man! How uh, was your... My daughter, my yeah. my daughter said shit already. Oh, <laughs> she didn't know what it meant though, right? No, but she used it in proper context. Oh shit! She yeah, she exclaimed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you, but the one time, uh, my daughter said "fucking a." Oh really? Wow. Yeah, she she felt really bad after she said it, but she was playing uh, video games at the time. And so even though she got upset and started like crying because she knew she got caught, she didn't get in trouble or nothing, you know, uh, but her mom said, you know, don't do that again. I took her, I pulled her aside later on and said, I get it. I play video games. I fucking totally get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she gets mad at me when I say damn in hell. So, um, but yeah, my daughter's not a, a cursor. Yeah, I definitely got to clean up my language around my daughter. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. Well, you know, the other one doesn't know how to speak yet, so you still have time. Man, she actually talks more. <laughs> she babbles. No, huh? she, she, yeah, she babbles all day. She's babbling right now. I can hear her. Oh, shoot. All right, man. Uh, anything else you'd like to bring up on this episode? No, uh, I, I know I've been uh, in, the, in the wind, so to speak. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, Right off fun I have doing this stuff. <laughs> and, and I have more fun because uh, without you here, I'm just like talking to myself and I don't know if any of my jokes land. Right. It's hard <laughs> to pace too. That, yeah. Granted, you, did, you, you did pretty good with, without me. I mean, not great, but pretty good. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You know, I, I try. I try. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's right. All right. So uh, next week, we're going to do a, a uh, well, I don't know if a draft special, but we are going to talk about the NFL draft next week, right? Oh yeah, oh geez, I I don't know. People need stuff to talk about. This whole this whole Debo thing's blown up way out of proportion. I think so too. I think it's it's too soon yeah. to react. Yeah. Oh right, that well, just like what are the options? Like where's he gonna go? You know what I mean? Yeah, and if he goes anywhere, they're gonna utilize him the same fucking way. He stereotyped I mean. me. <laughs> oh man, at least if he goes somewhere. Um, you know, he better go to somewhere who can contend, or else you know what's the, what's the whole point of this uh, of of him uh, um, wanting uh, a, whatever he wants. 
Right. All right. Uh, thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Till next time.